Welcome, guys. Oh, oh, we're here in the dojo today. Got my fancy new setup. Uh, decided to, you know, get a little more professional, get some streaming software, and we'll see how this goes. So, spending some time figuring everything out, but I think we're good. Everything appears to be uh, going smoothly. Guys, have any issues hearing me? All right. With that, let's get going. We have a very important topic to talk about today. And that is how to become a sex god. Now, this may be a bold claim. Can I say that I'm a sex god? I will say that I strive to be. I strive to be every day. And I'm going to share with you some guys, share with you guys some insights, step in the journey. And uh, we'll just see how we can all become sex gods of our own. Okay, let's get into it. Everyone's doing well out there today. So, what does it take to become a sex god? What do I mean by this? I mean a, a masterful lover, a master of the sexual arts, of sexual kung fu, and of being a mind-blowing creator of orgasm, a mind-blower, mind-blowing creator of intimacy, of sexual exchange, a polarity of ecstatic tantric bliss. Now, I would say the first thing, of course, this is directed to men. You know, you guys know that. You guys here are men, but everyone can take something from this. So, I would say the first step to becoming a sex god is to improve your body physically. First of all, let's just talk about aesthetics because let's face it, don't you guys want a physically attractive partner? I haven't met many people who are like, I want a, a non-physically attractive, really out of shape person to be with. That's not what most people desire. So if you want that in your partner, ask yourself, am I that? So, you know, become an attractive, physically attractive partner yourself. Because it's not, it's not everything. It's not all about looks. It's not all about the physical attraction, but that is a part of it. That's often the initial spark of attraction. So, you know, it's not that difficult to get yourself into some into just a little bit better physical shape. Do some push-ups every day. Do 10 push-ups every hour. Not that difficult. Go for a walk every day. Walk for 30 minutes to an hour. Clean up your diet a little bit. Eat cleaner. You can start tracking your um, your macros, tracking your protein intake. Uh, there's an app I use called My Fitness Pal that has really been official when I was cutting body fat. So, you know, clean up your diet, take care of yourself, get some exercise. You'll feel better. You'll look better. That's kind of the more superficial thing, but it's a good starting point. I mean, face it. Can you be a sex god if you're sitting on the couch all day eating potato chips, feeling like shit? You know, we got to start somewhere. Okay, guys, let's get ourselves in shape. Boom. Step two, improve your sexual vitality. Now, this is another aspect of basically sexual health, but now it's more like what's happening inside. Getting yourself into good physical vitality. And this means, I've talked about a lot of how the modern world, there's so many factors working against 
us having sexual vitality. I mean, you could almost say that there's uh, people in charge that want us to have high hormone levels based on the shit that they're dumping in our foods, in the air, in our water. So the first step is to detox your body. And I'm going to be sharing with you guys a comprehensive uh, detox guide. I'll be dropping that on my YouTube channel. I'm just finishing up a pretty intensive uh, 21-day detox. I'm, today's literally my last day of it. I'm going to be sharing more about what that is. Um, but it's, it's been awesome. So much more clarity, much more physical energy. I, mean, I already I felt good before, but I feel even better now. So I'm going to be sharing that with you guys because most people have high degrees of toxicity in their body. And this is going to mean your organs are struggling. Your hormones will struggle because of this. I think this is one of the main reasons why testosterone levels are at an all-time low. People are bombarded with toxicity. Phytoestrogens, xenoestrogens, all kinds of shit. Balance your hormones. Coming back to get some exercise. Sleep well. Clean up your diet. I made a video on the, the sexual kung fu diet. It's on my YouTube channel. You can check that out. But it's not that difficult to improve your sexual vitality. Just take care of yourself, basically. And of course, this is a huge part of the sexual kung fu system. Is we're doing all the exercises that boost our sexual energy, that build our sexual potency and vitality. So when you're doing breath work, you're doing qigong, you're doing yoga, meditation, going to the gym, lifting some weights, eating clean, sleeping well, moving your body every day, you're going to feel amazing. Because to be a great lover, to have an amazing sexual experience, you need to have healthy hormone levels, or you're not going to be able to get it up or keep it up. You're not going to have the, the gene, the fuel, the essence to feed states of sexual pleasure and arousal for extended periods of time. So that's the foundation, right? Going on from there. Men, you must develop ejaculation control. If you want to be a sex god, you've got to be able to control your ejaculation because if you're blowing in three minutes, it's not going to happen. And there's nothing wrong with it. I know a lot of you guys are there right now. You're blowing a lot faster than you would like to. I was certainly there. But you can overcome this pattern. And this is what training in sexual kung fu is all about. I mean, I have this in-depth system through my courses, through my materials that train you to overcome premature ejaculation, build incredible godlike sexual stamina so you can fuck like a king literally for hours and and again this is just this is a, a stepping stone this is a foundation for being able to be a sex god is you have to have control over your ejaculation so and of course it comes down to ba balancing your nervous system um learning to breathe properly during sex keeping your mind and body relaxed being able to the whole thing here really is being able to create this upward flow of energy in your body from sexual excitement because what normally happens is it wants to just be released out of the genitals of a genital ejaculation the sexual conflict training is i know a lot of you guys know this already but it's to really strengthen this upward flow of energy to the organs to the, the microcosm orbit the glands all the different channels you can work with and that's what develops powerful ejaculation control because you're literally just moving the energy somewhere else so it is not going to build up to an ejaculatory orgasm and an important part of this for men is 
you must let go of the impulsive need to ejaculate. You could say the addiction to ejaculation. And I know this isn't easy because you've been doing this thing for so long and it feels good for five seconds. You feel like shit afterwards. But those five seconds are, you know, it really hooks you, doesn't it? Just wanting to go from that ejaculation orgasm. And it's, it is definitely sort of a primal instinct whenever we come near that, no pun intended, come near the point of coming. We want to just go right over the edge. And so you have to be able to love having high energy levels, walking away from sex without ejaculating, and overcoming this subconscious involuntary, well, not not, not much involuntary, but this the subconscious pattern of just going right to ejaculation. You have to be able to stop, think clear, and be like, okay, should I really just go over the edge? Just bust a nut right now? Maybe I shouldn't. What if I don't? Sure, I'm not going to have that intensive ejaculatory orgasm, but you know what? I'm gonna, I will be able to keep going with sex, and I will feel a lot better the rest of the day if I don't bust a nut right now. Seeing the bigger picture. And a big part of this as well is you have to love, again, having high energy levels and be able to upgrade your body and nervous system in a way. This is what sexual function is all about. about upgrading your body, your energy body, your nervous system so that you can handle walking away from sex without ejaculating and having this intensive high sexual energy charge. That's what it's all about, baby. Because otherwise, it's just going to drive you crazy. You're going to want to ejaculate it out. But when you open the channels of the body, this energy wants to overflow. It wants to go into other things. And it's easy to say, oh, I'd rather not ejaculate. So again, that impulsive need to ejaculate will stop you in your tracks <laughs> from uh, having extended, passionate, connective, toxic sexual experiences. So this is the the foundation for a man because it all starts with yourself. Before you even think of doing this stuff with a partner, you really have to develop the sexual skills. It really gets to know your body, get to know your arousal response, and how it handles sexual stimulation, how you can handle and ground high levels of sexual arousal. And this in sexual kung fu, we do this with breath training, balancing the nervous system during arousal, being able to manage your nervous system so that you don't just get into a fight or flight stress response, but you have a real relaxation response to sex, which is key to non-ejaculatory orgasm states. And you have to have ability to circulate chi throughout your body, to circulate life force so that you can move. Basically what happens is you get these areas of high chi congestion, sexual energy built up in genitals, and you need to diffuse that. That's an essential skill. And have this is a, a very important part here as well that a lot of people don't talk about is you need to have a grounding wire, so to speak, in place to contain this high arousal energy and manage it. You need to be able to ground your energy into the earth to have this magnetic quality of earth chi mixing with your sexual energy, cooling it down. You have that, you're grounded. You can contain so much more in the grounding wire in place. This is an important part of the sexual kung fu system. And you, it's really important that you own your pleasure. This is something that many, most people, definitely men lack, is they don't own their pleasure. They uh, having no shame, 
having no sexual guilt. Um, of course, you're you know engaging in moral sexual behavior. Of course, overcoming the negative shaming around sexuality, the shame that you have in your in your mind and body around sexuality, which I think pretty much everyone does because we're conditioned to from birth, from early years, from society, from religion. So much shame, so much guilt around sex. Such a healthy, natural, supernatural, in my opinion, thing. Sexuality, it, it literally gives us the power to be immortal. <laughs> and uh, it's been controlled. It's been controlled so that we feel guilty and shameful about this. Oh, it's dirty. You're going to go to hell for that. And it literally cuts us off in the balls as men. We become disconnected from our sexual power. So you got to overcome that by loving your body, by reconnecting with your body. This is what, what I really loved about the path of sexual kung fu is, you know, I first was was trying to approach this from more of the brahmacharya tradition of like, okay, can't ejaculate, no sex, no ejaculation. That did not work for me. I would go several days and then just like this overwhelming force of, of a, a need to ejaculate would kick in. And this is what why I really resonated with the Taoist path of sexual cultivation practices was that there's nothing they encourage. Sexual stimulation, sexual pleasure is encouraged. It's important to our health. Orgasm and sexual pleasure are essential to our health and balance as human beings. The problem is excessive ejaculation. So you take that out of the picture, you learn to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. Boom. So this process for me was about one of reconnecting with my body, learning to love my body. Uh, yes, there you can definitely ask questions, but I'm going to get to questions after this little, after the, the teaching here, I do Q&A afterwards. So stick around, I'll get to you guys' questions. Uh, but this path of sexual kung fu really was incredibly healing because I realized how much shame I had around my body, how, how, how I still had these like shameful, self-judging patterns around just enjoying my own sensuality, enjoying pleasuring my body. And there's no reason for that. There's no reason to not be able to love your body and fully engage in your own sensuality on your own. So that's what I mean by owning your pleasure, is you love yourself, you pleasure yourself in a healthy way, which in sexual conflict means not ejaculating too much as a man. And you release this 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 frigidity, this this fear, this weirdness around sexuality, and you own your pleasure, which develops this deep confidence, this owning of your sexuality, your sexual energy, which is essential. And then when you love your body, when you're familiar with it, when you're familiar with your sexual response, how you uh, respond to sexual stimulation, how you respond to arousal and learn to control that, it develops tremendous confidence in your sexuality overcomes performance anxiety this is the cure is is learning to love your body and because almost all performance anxiety a lot of premature ejaculation as well and like breakdown dysfunction which is based on just excessively mental you know worrying and, and feeling weird about you know, un unconfident around your body it comes down to shameful around your body. It comes down to not getting to know your body, not getting to to touch yourself in a love, self-loving way. Most men just jerk off to porn. They're completely disconnected from their body. There's no ownership of, of their pleasure. It's just they're up in their heads, overstimulated by this image, and just discarding their energy outwards. You don't gain much from that. You lose a lot from that. But by loving yourself, 
engaging conscious sexual cultivation. It boosts your sexual confidence. And this is where we get into um, what it really takes to be a sex god. And this is integrating this into a relationship. So this is where the rubber meets the road, my friends. Because again, when you really get to know your own body, how you respond, now you're with a lover, and it just becomes an extension of that. It becomes this dance. It's an important thing. Here's the thing, and this is this is kind of the why a lot of men, where a lot of men start to struggle with, um, you know, they they get some skill with the sexual food practices on their own, but when they when they get with the partner, it all kind of falls apart. And of course, that's another natural extension of the, the learning of the mastery is it's going to be different with the partner. So you have to just, you know, jump in, dive in and just go for it. And there's going to be a learning curve there as well. But one thing that men get stuck in is trying to rely on like technique and like, okay, I have to do this. I have to touch her in just this way. I got to massage her breast 36 times and then stimulate the clitoris and then the G spot. Can't be so technical with it. Women are very uh, flowy, intuitive, illogical. Um, there's, there's really no. You can't. See, because with men, we're very easy sexually. It's like, yeah, you know, I know exactly what's going to turn me on every single time. With a woman, it's always changing. It's different every day. So you have to learn how to read her body. You, it's important that you know how to dance with her understand like okay she likes this she's ready to progress this oh she still needs a bit more warming up it's a very essential skill to build to be able to read her body based on her breathing based on she tensing up is her, is her eyebrow becoming tense face becoming tense is she ah, breathing deeper is she ah, relaxing is her breath deepening is she moaning you know being able to read her signals and of course verbal communication here and there is important as well does this feel good are you want me to keep going but if you're every five seconds, do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like this? It's going to get in your head. So learn to read her body. And that's a skill that requires practice. But this has become, again, becomes an extension of you getting to know your own body and, and how you respond when something feels good versus something that doesn't. And then you can read others as well. And another essential skill for men, if you want to be a sex god, <laughs> you have to be able to get out of your head during sex. This is the big um, the limp truth, the boner, the, the boner killer for a lot of men is they get stuck in their head. Like they start to worry, oh, is she enjoying this? Does this feel good? And when you get up into your head, you're disconnected from your, your core and your your sexual center. Your energy rises up. You get ungrounded. You get unrooted. You're no longer this strong pillar of masculine presence for her. That she starts to feel that you're and pulling away because you being in your head creates this. You're more of a, uh, a self-introspective yin state and it's starting to pull her energy into you and, and it doesn't feel quite right to her so it will shut her down. So basically being able to get out of your head very quickly when you're starting to get excessively mental about things is an essential, crucial skill. And how do we do that as a man? Uh, some very basic tools are your breath. Smooth, deep belly breathing, keeping that going. The testicle breathing practice, the sexual kung fu as well, you keep that going. Because when you start to lose your breath, when you lose the conscious breathing, it means you've lost your mind. You've, you've lost your mental control. You're up in your head and you can testicle. Game over. So the breath is always a way to reconnect. Making noise. A lot of men are af afraid 
to make movies during sex, during during passionate intimacy. And this was me for many years. I was like dead silent during sex. And when I started practicing sexual kung fu, it became natural for me to just work express myself vocally. Oh yeah, you know, deep breathing, oh, moaning sound. That vibration moves the sexual energy through your body. Your voice becomes a way to release. So instead of needing to release through an ejaculation, you can release through your voice. Oh, and that's a very, I mean, that, that right there is very helpful and powerful to get you out of your head. And another thing, like with my partner, if if there's a time where she's really stuck in her head, um, something else I will I will do is encourage her to make some sound. Like, I want to hear you. I want to hear you moan, baby. Make some sound. Express this in some sort of sound. And that really helps energy flowing. And um, yeah, so breathing, making noise, feeling your body, focusing on the energetic circulation practices. That's more the advanced technique. Uh, you keep this energy flowing before you're even getting sick. That's one of the, that's a big training secret right there. Get that orbit flowing, get that energy, your sexual energy flowing through your body before you're even having sex, and it will naturally continue to do so. Patience is an essential skill for a man. You must be patient. If you want to be a sex god, <laughs> you must be patient because the Taoist saying is that women, women are like water. Men are like fire. Men are quick to burn. You know, it's easy to start a fire, but that fire burns out very quickly. So men are quick. You know, they're quick to burn. They're easily aroused, but they're also easily extinguished, meaning that they can become aroused very quickly, and they can ejaculate and lose that charge very quickly. How's my sound on YouTube, guys? Someone said it's a little choppy. Hopefully it's all right, guys. Again, I'm, I'm experimenting with the new streaming software. So... Okay. Might have been... Oh, where are we? Okay. Again, women are like water. Men are like fire. Men are quickly quick to burn, quick to burn out. Women take a lot more time to reach peak arousal. It's it takes it takes time to get, bring that water to a boil, and once that water is at a boil, it stays hot for a long time. And so, what the tendency that happens is that women. Uh, by the time a woman becomes aroused, the man's already ejaculating. So her water's just starting to boil. His fire's already burned out. So you must be able to lengthen that gap. And what helps men with this is to slow down. Men tend to want to just go straight to sex, just straight to fucking. And you know, <laughs> I've been there myself. But it's essential because it's essential. One of the the art of this for a man is to move at the speed of the woman's arousal. Women take time. They need foreplay. They need connection. Sounds better now. Awesome. Uh, so when you try to rush her right into sex, she's not going to feel safe. She's not going to feel comfortable and receptive in her body. And it often doesn't end well. 
So take your time learning to build her desire over time until she's pulling you in. Her, her yoni is so activated, it's sucking you in. Suction. You can't rush this. Important. So patience is an essential skill in all of this. And another important thing here is creating a container of safety for a woman. As a man, it's your duty to create this container of safety for her. And on a practical level in this day and age, what does that look like? It means turning off your phone. And if if there's engagements later in the day, like, you know, she has somewhere to be, you have somewhere to be, put a timer on your phone so that you know exactly how much time you have. You are the timekeeper. As a man, it's your duty to be the holder of structure, to be uh, holding everything in place. And part of that is keeping track of time because we're in a world of time. So that's an important thing. And when she feels like you're in charge of everything, you've got the time, you've got you know, you've set up the space, everything's good to go. She doesn't have to think about anything. She doesn't have to make any decisions. She can just surrender to you. So that is a skill in itself is always being that container, always being that organized holder of space, making sure that everything is in place. And building a heart connection with her. Women need to feel a heart connection from the man. And you know, in my journey of really stepping into my masculinity, it's been easy for me to get more into my logical sense and my just my more primal sexual nature and get disconnected from my heart. And whereas in the past for me it was the exact opposite. I was all heart, all flowy, feminine, bliss bunny. Let's talk about our feelings, you know? And it's not very masculine to to be excessively um, emotional, just to, you know, to be quite honest. But so that is an art in itself is being able to balance heart energy with the desire, the sexual energy. But it's important that she feels connected to you. So creating some, some true intimacy with that heart connection is an essential part of this. So you've got to be able to fuck her with your heart, but still be a strong man. And this uh, bringing us right into how important it is for the masculine to be assertive, dominant, and even a bit edgy. She wants to feel safe with you, of course, but women don't love feeling a man who is just maybe too safe, too nice, always having a smile on your face, uh, learning to push your masculine edge a bit more being a bit more aggressive, connecting with your animalistic side, holding fierce eye contact with her, penetrating her with your presence, penetrating her with your eyes and your gaze. Uh, because smiling a lot tends to diffuse clarity. So that, that, I mean, that's a very simple thing you can integrate with. And noticing how when we're feeling, I, I noticed this tendency when I was really stepping into my masculinity, how I felt almost... What's the word? I felt almost insecure being in my assertive masculine nature. And I, I found myself constantly backing off. Like I would, I would do something, you know, really just like make the move. And then go back would be like, oh, was that okay? Was that okay? So constantly uh, self-doubting myself. It's essential that you learn to hold that. And of course, everything I'm talking about here, I mean, with complete consent and all that, I'm not talking about just forcing yourself on someone, but having that masculine assertiveness, a slight aggressiveness 
sometimes your partner wants to just be bent over with their hands held behind their back and just ravaged, ravaged, straight up. And of course, within consent. So really leaning into your masculine edge uh, within the experience will add a lot to it. And so dirty talk is another essential skill for men. Tell her what you want to do to her. And, and there's also like the right timing as well. Like if you're just, you know, she's just gotten home from work, she's stressed and you're like, okay, baby, I just want to fuck you like an animal. She may not want to hear that right now. She has to be receptive to that first. And that's why um, creating that connection, first of all, maybe she's, you know, giving her, you know, picking her up and holding her. She wants to feel your strength, giving her a back massage, helping her get into her body and in the here now. Once she's receptive, that's when you can start to dirty talk, tell her what you want to do to her, tell her how beautiful she looks, how you want to see her naked body, things like this, you know? And uh, that's when you can start to push the edge. And so... And in the actual act of love making herself, uh, I, I'm sharing a lot with you guys. I don't want to give you much more to digest all this, but uh, obviously, the, the part during love making, the sex itself, is where a lot of men tend to fall apart. And that's again everything I ta was talking about before: developing ejaculation control, being able to balance your sexual arousal, keeping your nervous system in a balanced state. So essential and. And it's easy to get overwhelmed when you start having sex. It's like, oh shit, it's happening for real. I mean, that's that's when you're jumping in the boxing ring, so to speak. And so having that sexual confidence is essential. The mastery, having mastery in all this, you need to be able to fuck her for hours if you must. That is a crucial skill. And that's something that takes practice, of course. But you must be able to fuck the universe into her. To be a true sex god, be a masterful lover, you must allow, you must tap into something higher than yourself. This is, and this is kind of the extension of the sexual Kung Fu is you're opening up all these energy channels in your body so that you feel the sun, the radiance. You're, you're, I mean, here's, this is a practice, straight up practice you can use. You feel the sun beaming its energy down to your crown. You feel that channeling down your energetic system through your cock and filling her up. You're penetrating her with the energy of the sun, of the cosmos. That is powerful. So here's the thing. Men ejaculate quickly because they get in their heads. Their awareness is too much in their genitals. The flow of energy gets cut off. You keep breathing. You're making noise. You keep your energy flowing. This is what sexual kung fu training is all about. And then you start to tap into these higher forces as well. Your mind, where the mind goes, the chi flows. When your mind's just stuck in your penis thinking, uh-oh, am I going to come? Guess what happens? You come. When your mind is expansive, calm, relaxed, it's connected to your, your whole body, your whole energetic system, plus the macrocosmic, so to speak, the earth, the stars, the cosmos. Your chi, your energy is incredibly expansive. You're not going to ejaculate. You're going to be channeling higher energies, blasting into her body, filling her up, because when she's at her maximum yin, her maximum feminine state, she's in a deep, vast vacuum of receptivity and you're like a radiant sun just penetrating the world around you and and when you're tapping these greater forces you are penetrating her at a deep 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 level that's very energetic and when you can approach sex with that consciousness that's when the mind-blowing cosmic orgasms happen and that's what it's really about and that's my friend 
you've become a sex god. And when a woman has an experience like that with a man, she's not going to want to go back to the fuck boy who just, you know, hammers for three minutes and then he's spent. It's just, you know, it's a very different experience. And that's what I believe our sexuality is meant to be. So take that, work with it. There's a lot of shared here. <laughs> Baby steps, practice every day. If nothing else, learning to hold this presence, get it staying out of your head and your body, breathing deeply, keeping your energy flowing. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get far just with that alone. So, and for you guys who want to um, deepen your training with this, if you want to learn the kung fu techniques, because that's a big part of this is just getting this stuff under control, uh, opening up your channels so you can circulate your sexual energy through body instead of ejecting it out so you can have non-ejaculatory orgasms and have sex for as long as you want. Uh, I'm offering $100 off my male sexual mastery course right now. Uh, there's a link on my YouTube. You guys watch this on, on YouTube. There's a link to that male sexual mastery course. Uh, use the coupon code SEXGOD to get $100 off that course uh, until Monday evening. And those of you on Instagram, just go to my bio, check out you know, my male sexual mastery course again the coupon code is sex god all one word you get that course for $100 off and that'll be the training to develop your sexual mastery and that's important stone on, stepping stone on this journey okay thanks for joining everyone i'm going to uh, answer some questions now Okay. Sarah Yusuf is asking, is it safe to stimulate the prostate of my boyfriend? It's quite safe if done, you know, gently, not forcefully. Uh, the prostate stimulation can be incredibly pleasurable for men. It will likely make him ejaculate a lot quicker though. So you know, just be aware of that. If that's what you want. Great. Just be aware of that. But no, it will be incredibly pleasurable for the man. Just you know, make sure he knows what's happening. Tell him first, because if you just stick a finger up there and he doesn't know happen it might be a bit of a shock for him okay uh here's a question slp says i have a question for you how many years you are off watching porn. I'm guessing this is asking how many years has it been since I stopped watching porn. I stopped um, 20, 2014 was the year. So it's been almost 10 years. And there was like a couple times, you know, my, the few years after that where I like would occasionally do it again. Like, oh, maybe I can use sexual kung fu practices and not ejaculate. And it was never a positive experience. So it was like, okay, I'm fucking done with this. Never looked back. And I'm glad I did so because it's just nothing, nothing's good for nothing good comes from watching porn in my experience at the point in my life. It just kind of fucks up the mind and, and generates a very overstimulated uh, arousal response that's very difficult to work with. Okay, there's another question from Instagram. How does this work if you don't really have sex with women often? Well, you can practice by yourself. This is the whole first step of the journey is getting to know your own body, learning to connect with your sexual pleasure, learning to 
have non ejaculatory orgasms as a man, you really develop ejaculation control. And then when you do have sex, it'll be a hundred times better. And maybe it will, you know, maybe you'll desire to have sex more and be more confident in uh, finding a partner to have sex with. Okay. Any, okay. <laughs> There's asking any tips to stimulate his prostate. Um, do it slowly. Relax. Make sure you use lubrication. Something natural. Coconut oil is great. Um, don't just try to force it in there, but relax. Take it easy. You know, it's, it can be extremely uncomfortable if you just try to force it. So ease your way in there. Um, I mean, you, you, know, you do a basic Google search like how to massage a prostate. You're going to find lots of answers. It's nothing. It's not rocket science. Philly cheese did his Jan Zhuang earlier. Fantastic Philly cheese. This is the standing Qigong, medit uh, standing meditation Qigong practice. It's my main practice. It's phenomenal. Did mine earlier too, of course. Done it every, pretty much every single day for the past nine and a half years. Okay, Sarah's asking how to find his prostate. Well, it's going to be a few inches up his up his butthole, uh, and so if <laughs> if if his test if his penis is here is upwards and you're sticking your finger in, it's going to feel you're going to feel like a rubbery sponge. It's it has like a spongy um, quality to it. It's it's like an obvious different texture from the rest of the, the rectal area. That's about the size of a walnut. So, um, yeah. It's a similar, I mean, it's, it's somewhat of a similar texture to a woman's G-spot. It just, it's going to feel different from everything else around it. And he'll probably react when you hit it. Someone's asking if I'm in jail. No, I'm in the dojo. Some man's gonna get a hell of a prostate massage. That's what that's all I know. <laughs> he doesn't know what's about to hit him, but he's gonna love it. Yeah, good. Instagram saying sounds like a lot of work. Most people want the benefits of avoiding the hard part. Yeah, that's the story of planet Earth, modern world. Everyone's lazy as fuck. Because we're programmed to be. We're you know, we grew up playing video games and like taking pills and this is why it's sexual kung fu. Kung fu is skill and discipline obtained through hard training. It's not easy. And in my in my opinion, this is what it means to be a man is you get off your fucking ass and you do something. You put your energy into something. If you're just going to sit around all day doing this easy, you're never going to get anywhere in life. You're going to be a slave your whole life. So yeah, get the fuck off the couch. Put the video game controller down. Get your hand off your dick. You're sitting there watching Pornhub. Go fucking do something. Do something difficult. Do something hard. Do something painful every day. And you will be a monkey stronger man and you will get a lot further in life you will live a much more satisfactory fulfilling life get some water
Pratik, Pratik Jadhav, sorry if I'm saying that wrong, says, hey, bro, long time. Who is your inspiration who inspired you to do this? Um, well, I first learned about this practice from Montauk Chia, his books. So huge, huge gratitude to Montauk Chia. He brought this stuff to the West. Hell of a guy. Hell of a man. Still teaching this stuff, of course. Um, and then I, so I found his books and some of his like video courses and things kind of got me started. And then I studied with Michael Wynn, who's here. And actually I live in Nashville, North Carolina now where he lives as well. Um, so I studied in depth with him. I have been studying with him for eight, seven, eight years now. He was a huge inspiration. Many other teachers I studied with, you know, Lauren Johnson, another healing down instructor, awesome dude. Um, Many, many people who've been inspiration. And of course, I've put my own spin, my own flavor on it. My, my whole thing with this is being, uh, making it as practical as possible for the modern person. Let's still maintain the integrity and the, uh, the spirit of these ancient arts because they are ancient arts. They've been handed down in practice in secret. People were killed to protect these practices. You know, they were very esoteric practices. For, and now on YouTube, some dude here in Asheville, North Carolina is just <laughs> talking about this stuff on the internet. So it's, you know, but the problem is now, you know, people are too distracted to do it. They'd rather sit and watch TikTok videos all day. But I know you, you guys are out there. You're doing it. You guys are doing the work. Manny's asking, uh, any tips to lower cortisol? I have a very stressful job. Well, maybe consider changing your job. If you, you know, if you love it, that's great. But if you're like, if you hate your job, stressing the fuck out, if it's, if, which is ultimately hurting your health, maybe giving you a disease in the long run. It's like, do you want to spend your life doing that? It's called being a slave. That is called slavery. So that's the first thing to look into. Remove the stressors as much as possible. But um, on top of that, all the sexual food practices, breath work, qigong, meditation, regulate your nervous system. Spend time in nature, less time on a screen. Of course, when this live is over, then turn your phone off. Go outside, find a park, sit in the grass, listen to the birds singing, and just like lay on the earth. That will be very good for your nervous system. Get in the water, do natural things. So just simplify your life. Get more real life things: moving your body, exercise, being in nature meditation, yoga, breathwork, qigong, and less like virtual reality, smartphone, it fucks up our nervous system. Okay, chosen ones is asking, what do you think of the occult practices? Can we use them in a healthy way to become ultimate sex gods? They are huge on. I mean, cult is just hidden. Basically, the definition of cult just means like a hidden or secretive. So, like, when most people talk about like a cult, they're talking more about like magical practices, um, like you know, esoteric Kabbalah, esoteric Judaism, esoteric, you know, religion. The practices that were like the actual cultivation practices hidden from, from a lot of the mainstream religions, right? Um, and we could say that sexual kung fu itself and like Taoist practices is a cult practice in a certain sense of the word. 
So as far as can we use them in a healthy way, it just depends what the practice is. If it's integrity, if it's like, there's a difference between almost like maybe white magic and black magic practices you do for, for power and self gain to manipulate and gain control over others, which, you know, the lead of this planet have been using for thousands of years to dominate us. And, uh, the difference between that and practice that is like, okay, how can I harmonize myself and harmonize myself with everything around me so that everything benefits cultivation? So it just depends. Like, what is it? What's the what's the goal of the practice? What is it doing? Are you like invoking astral entities and weird shit like that? You know, it might run into some issues there. But you're just working with natural forces. You're working with the chi of the earth, the chi of the planet, the stars, all these things. Pretty beneficial. So again, it's the intent. It's what are you doing with the energy? Where is the energy coming from? What what you know? What's the dynamic of that, basically? And this brings right to this next question. Uh, which is the link between semen retention, occult practices, and manifestation. So basically, um, the link here, I mean, this is quite simple. When you practice semen retention, you have more gene. You have more physical, es this essence, energy. So you're your base creative energy, which is your sexual energy. And when you have more of this, you have more creative ability. You have more manifestation ability. You have more ability to influence the world around you, which is why I believe this control system has been set up to turn men into addicts, turn men into frequent ejaculators because they're literally throwing their life force down the drain and they have nothing to create with. They have nothing to manifest with. They have nothing to be men with. Come off by the balls. No creative power build it up. And now all these energetic practices work a lot better. I mean, that's, it's like, I mean, this Taoist alchemy, for example, the path of Nadon, um, Nagong, Nadon, basically the, the process of awakening the energy body. One of the first steps is to stop leaking your Jing, stop ejaculating. And, and then you activate the Don Tien and that Jing moves into that, they call it the cauldron. It feels like a cauldron when you activate the dantine. It's bubbling, it's hot, it's it's cooking. You feel it tangibly. It's, it's almost like a physiological thing. Nothing mystical about it. And it transforms that raw sexual energy into chi, to usable energy, life force, which you can program with your mind, with your intention. And at the higher levels of alchemy, it's transmuted into shen, into spiritual energy, giving you the ability to connect with higher dimensions, connect with cosmic forces and uh, have greater influence, so to speak, and greater connection. Get plugged in to, to greater levels of awareness. Okay, Sarah's asking, how long should a man last? I would say a man should last as long as he wants. He should be able to last as long as he wants to, indefinitely. This is the thing is when you develop ejaculation control, there's no time limit. You know, I've had six hour sessions before. It's just, it's, it just becomes how long do you want to go? And, and that's ideally what every man can learn to develop. And that's the path of sexual Kung Fu. But ideally, at least long enough for the woman to, you know, be satisfied. There's a big sexual gap between men and women as far as performance. 
And these practices help even that out. Rob's rhetoric says, I don't ejaculate very often, but every time I do from sex, I have a very intense refractory period with intense anger, laziness, etc. I feel like I can never ejaculate again. What are your thoughts? Well, you probably have some serious deficiency. I felt you know, similar in some ways. When I was just getting into semen retention, I realized because when I first started going three, four, five, seven days, 14 days without ejaculating, I had so much more energy. And then when I would ejaculate, I felt like shit. I was like, damn, like, why do I do this? And so it took me a few years, like probably three or four years of uh, practicing semen retention. Not saying I had to go three or four years without ejaculating, but just, you know, the process of um, infrequent ejaculation for three or four years before I could, um, before I built my gene, my physical essence back up enough to where if I did ejaculate occasionally during sex, it didn't really make a difference. So it's just rebuilding your gene, uh, in, in Chinese medicine, this relates to your kidney energy, kidney yin, they hold the gene. So rebuilding your kidney through your kidney essence, uh, through tonic herbs, good lifestyle, nutritious diet, rest, sleep, Qigong, sexual Kung Fu practices will help to, uh, build that energy back up. So you aren't completely wiped up, wiped out from an occasional ejaculation, but it will probably serve you to go, um, Maybe as long as you can without ejaculating. Learn to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. <clears throat> well, rubbing the prostate of a guy hurt him. Not if you do it gently with lubrication. Like if you go in there with no lube and you're just like tearing it up. Yes, it, it, it is a bit delicate. But again, it's uh, if you're doing it relatively gently, it'll be fine. See, the geek says it will definitely be better by doing this stuff. It all feels good though. Yeah. Boxing TV says great way to heal from porn induced brain damage is by taking grass fed brain. Like supports like. Yeah, I do a lot of grass fed organs myself. I mean, they're gene rich foods.
Soulflame is asking, when the butt and pelvic floor is tingling, what kind of energy is this? Uh, it could be, you know, de depends on the context. If it's like sexual arousal, your sexual energy buzzing in that area. Um, often can relate to like the Kundalini energy, like in certain practices, I get this like really hot, vibrating, tingling energy at my tailbone. Sometimes it's like, you know, blasting the spine, um, causing some altered consciousness. So it can be that, but it can also simply be that's where your sexual energy is buzzing and vibrating. You know, be different types of chi depends on what you're doing and, and what happens with it. <clears throat> okay, so he's asking if a man, if a guy does multiple rounds, will it make him weak? Uh, depends what you mean by multiple rounds. Like if you're talking about ejaculating over and over again, that will deplete him eventually. This is why the sexual food practices are important because when a man's having non-ejaculatory sex as the norm, that's his normal experience, you can go, you can go as many times as you want, 24-7 pretty much, and not be depleted from it. Chosen One says we need to use the white magic to fight the black magic, right? To even the playing field. Otherwise, the Masons will reign free over us. Um, I mean, it's just... I mean, we're living in a world with a matrix system, a matrix system of control. And it goes, you know, where the levels of control begins and ends, difficult to say. You know, you know it's, that's a whole other topic. But um, <clears throat> basically, cultivate yourself. Develop a connection to the life force develop sovereignty in your thoughts in your life as much as possible um and you'll be fine you know what i mean it's like it's just you just have to be in control of yourself it's it's what it really is don't go with the all those you know all the shit that's stirring up the news all these like mass movement things that are using emotional triggers to land on people instead of logic it's just it's all emotional reaction shit like that you know, do this because you know anytime that's the that's the the force behind it you, you know that it's it's not something that's going to serve you and you can choose not to be a part of it rob's rhetoric says can i learn about non-ejaculatory orgasms in the course yes that what I, I was talking about my male sexual mastery course which you can get for a hundred dollars off there's a link in this youtube video uh just go to that go to my male sexual mastery course use sex god as a coupon code hundred dollars off of it and i do teach the basic methods of non-ejaculatory orgasm in that course yeah if you have questions feel free to tap them in the chat box Zeke the Geek says, I would like to add that if you were trying to rub one area too much to the girl, oh yeah, to the girl wondering about prostate massage, it might not feel good. Basically focusing on one area too much. Yeah, of course. Variety. Um, ask the man what feels good. Switch it up. We're all one. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Doing something with it. 
just showing up is a, a big step. So thank, thank you all for, for being here. Graham Taylor says, what are your thoughts on Reiki? Um, you know, it's an interesting question. I have, <laughs> there's all I could say about that. I will, I'll start it with this. I did a comprehensive Reiki program over, I think like half a year, a few years ago. And what I learned from it, you know, I learned some valuable skills. I learned how to, a certain frequency of energy, but what I really learned is that it's very limited and most people working with it have very little skill, very little energetic skill, very little ability to keep themselves hygienically clear. The majority of, of healers that I've met, um, they just absorb all their clients' shit. They take on and it causes health issues. You can tell they just look like burned up, um, depleted. Most people who are doing energetic healing work professionally do not have very good skills and boundaries with it. And, I, and you know, to kind of... Um, contrast this against say in china when chi healing was a huge thing you know back in the like 80s and 90s when there was this huge rage of qigong and, and qigong healing where they had professional doctors doing qi mission healing on people and they spent years and i mean they, they they basically did medical level training to learn to work on people because they understood that it's not just like okay i imagine you're healthy and i put my hands over you and oh that's it miraculous and of course People have spontaneous healing that way, but there's often a deeper level of like, what's the bigger implications of that? Like, how long did that last? What did you, did you take, did you absorb something from them? Did you resonate with that pattern of sickness that they had? And so Chinese qi healing is very, very sophisticated. And one thing they would do is anyone who was a healer, they had to do a minimum of like an hour or two or three hours of qigong every single day. And this is what a lot of people doing like breaking things like that lack. They don't have a very strong practice. They, maybe they meditate for 10 or 15 minutes a day. You know, woo, you know That's not going to be enough if you're like working on multiple people. So what happens is they drain their battery and then they end up draining their patients. You see it a lot. Whereas, whereas in these like Chinese Qigong clinics, they would literally like blood test doctors every week who were working on patients with Qi emission to see if they were becoming depleted. They could see in their blood. And if they were, they would make them take a break so that's why i think you know i i I'd say that reiki things like reiki certainly have their value but people get very delusional about it and they have no idea what they're doing with it a lot of the time it's like you took a weekend workshop and now you're a reiki master like i don't know man like <laughs> it takes a lot more than that to, to really understand how to work with the uh, very complex thing so that's my thoughts on that and i'm not saying like people shouldn't do this um, but people need to be very careful. Like people who are professional healers doing energy work, the majority of the time they run into like serious issues with depletion and taking on stuff. Yeah, that's my thought on that. Saleh is asking, I don't get orgasm while ejaculating. What could I be doing wrong? That's, um, so you're just having like ejaculation without having an orgasm. There could be various aspects to this. Um, it could be just a weakness of your overall sexual energy, weak eating energy, weak kidney gene in Chinese medicine. So building up the gene, I think abstaining from ejaculation will be very beneficial for you to rebuild your sexual energy. 
um, you know, a little, I would need a little more context of this to understand, but I think that could be an aspect of just depletion, needing to recharge your battery. Because one thing I noticed back in my days when I was ejaculating frequently, uh, I would ejaculate every day. The orgasms were not that impressive. They were not that, they were pretty weak, basically. Versus when I started experiencing like non-ejaculatory orgasms, just like, oh shit, like when the sexual organ is charged because you haven't ejaculated in you know, days, weeks, a month, whatever, there's much more potential energy, so to speak, and the orgasm will be much more potent. Okay. Sarah's asking any tips to make a man last long. Well, mo for the most part, this is something he needs to do for himself. He needs to be able to train himself, but there are some things you can do to help him. Grab my tea. Tea break. We're drinking some Ganesema today, uh, which I get from a local place in town called High Climate. They have amazing teas from China. Ganesema is a very nice tonic herb. Uh, reduces cortisol, tonifies the lung, heart, panels, spleen. Also, has it's very similar to ginseng. Has adaptogenic qualities. Really nice daily tea. Ganastema. To our sexual vitality. Oh yes. So, what you can do to help your man last longer. Encourage him to breathe deeply. Encourage him to make noise. You can also try avoiding his, av not avoiding his, avoid stimulating uh, this area of the penis called the frenulum. So if this is a penis, this area right here, under the, the glands of the penis. And I know technically circumcised men don't have this, but basically this region here, which we'll call the frenulum, that is the ejaculation control trigger. So different sexual positions. Like if you're on top, you can control more of where you're, you know, what's hitting what down there. And you can avoid placing pressure on his frenulum. Like a doggy style type position is going to put way more pressure on there. So both of you facing together, you can kind of control where the pressure is hitting and avoid stimulating his frenulum area. You can also pull his balls down. Uh, one thing that happens when men ejaculate is their, their testicles rise up in towards the body close. It's, a, it's just a straight path for the steam to shoot right up there. Um, so as a man gets close to ejaculate, the balls tighten. They come up in. You can grab them and pull them down a little bit. You can also kind of press into his perineum, the area between the genitals and the anus, like press in there, like almost like you're pumping something a few times. Uh, this is a million-dollar point, and that will help just, just kind of pulsing that a few times will help to release tension in that area and may help last longer. The biggest thing is he's got to train on his own. Hook him up. Send him, send him my way. I've got my free ejaculation control course. That will be helpful. Daniel's asking, what, uh, thoughts on using Tongkat Ali daily for curing erectile dysfunction? So this is a common herb that is a testosterone booster for men, but it's not without side effects. Uh, personally, I was using this for a period of time and 
you know, I had good results from it, but it was giving me insomnia. I realized that it was really upsetting my sleep. And it was also like very up and down. You have to, you have to cycle Tonkat. Like I wouldn't recommend taking it more than five days in a row. A good cycle is four days on three days off or five days on and two days off, but you don't want to be taking it every single day. But the problem with any like something like this, we're like, okay, well, I just take this substance and it's it's kind of a band-aid. There's a deeper reason why you're having erectile dysfunction. And the band-aid often band-aids don't help for very long. The body's always always reaching for homeostasis. And a very common thing with these hormone affecting supplements, Tonka is a very like, direct hormone influencer, is they over time they lose effectiveness and it's often like a very up and down thing. So it will help for a little bit right now, but in the long run, you may want to look into, you know, beyond just taking herbs like Tomcat, like what's really causing, like for me personally, um, there was a couple of years ago where I was having like my libido was a bit lower than normal. I wouldn't say I actually had like low libido. It was just not normal, which for me is very high. <laughs> and so like, oh, something's going on here. And I ended up getting like some blood work and my estrogen was a bit high. Uh, I had some various toxicity things in my body. So this is what led me to detox, really get my hormones in check. And um, and so that's that's the time when I was using Tonkan. Like, yeah, it helped like kind of overall, but the most helpful thing was getting to what was actually causing this issue for me. And for me, it was detoxing, basically detoxing things from my body. And then I felt amazing. My sexual health was back to normal. Also reducing stress and things like that. And then I had like a baseline of high sexual vitality, which was very up and down, taking a substance and relying on the substance. So I'm all about getting the root of the issue, but overall, yeah, it, it can help. Flame saying if that's the case, it means they use their own personal energy, which is the wrong way. You have to use universal energy. Yeah, I mean, that's this is what every healer says, though. Like, well, you don't, you just channel the energy from the cosmos. Yeah, and this is what people I studied with said, but like they were fucked up. I could see it. Um, they were becoming delusional, losing their health, all kinds of things. Like, it takes more skill than just imagining, okay, I just imagine universal energy is going through me. I'm telling this person, I've been doing this stuff for 10 years, and I can say that it takes a lot more than that. It's not just a mind. There's there's very there's various processes you have to be aware of. Otherwise, you will deplete yourself. We're talking about Reiki. Namaste. That's <laughs> why I like Qigong. That's why I teach Qigong. I was kind of looking on that route. You know, I was learning a lot of like healing arts, um, and I would kind of play with the idea of doing the healer thing. Know, working on on patients and things like that and i'm really glad i went the direction i did because what really changed it for me was when i got into qigong it's like oh i'm doing energy healing and balancing on myself and i there's i'm not giving my power away to anyone else i don't have to pay a person to do this um it's much more effective this way because i'm doing it every day and i'm consistent with it so i'm like why do, and, and it was like oh i can just teach people to do this and everyone keeps themselves healthy that's why I love Qigong. It's all feeling art. All 
Okay, Rob Sarah is saying, I haven't had a full ejaculation in almost three years. In the beginning, it smells bad. It comes a little bit but out, but it's fine. Haven't had any blue balls in this time. Always solo. Haven't had sex in three years. I do testicle breathing almost every morning, but sometimes I feel not energized as I was in the beginning. Any suggestions? Three years is a long time to go without ejaculating, and in my opinion, it may be a bit too long. What happens is your endocrine system starts to shut down a little bit if you go very long periods without ejaculating, which is why I'm not a... You have to go as long as you possibly can. Um, it's 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 about what time period is, is the most beneficial for you. Most of the Taoist sexual texts, if you read the classics, like you know Yellow Emperor's classic on uh, Chinese medicine, like some of the sexual texts, that some of Peng Zhu's stuff, they all say that going too long without ejaculation can be as harmful as ejaculating too frequently. And, and that's what I've seen. The majority of teachers teaching this stuff, they, they have that uh, approach. And it's not about trying to go forever without ejaculating. And so what happens is, again, the endocrine system shuts down. And your energy lower, energy levels lower, hormones lower. So, you know, it doesn't, I, I, I believe that super long-term semen retention like this uh, is actually not beneficial. And that cyclical ejaculation, like maybe for me, it's about every four to six weeks, I ejaculate during sex using my sexual kung fu practices. So I lose pretty much no energy doing this. And I, I don't really experience much of a refractory period. I think that's the best way personally. That's what's given me the greatest health because I've tried both extremes. I've gone every day and I've tried going as long as I possibly could without ejaculating. And what I do now gives me the most energy, the most vitality, uh, best hormone levels, and everything. We're just you're just just learning. Okay, just finding these types of practices. Where would I recommend starting on this journey? You're on Instagram. Go to my bio. Get my free ejaculation control course. Start there. I have some beginning courses in this as well, which you can you know if you like the the free course, you can continue with some of the more in depth courses. Okay, guys. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to jump off. Um, again, until Monday, get $100 off my Mail Central Mastery course. Use the coupon code SIXGOD. One word. The link in the YouTube description. If you want to guys on Instagram, just go to my bio. Go into my, my courses and Mail Central Mastery Secrets. Coupon code is SIXGOD. One word. Have a great weekend, my friends. Keep up your practice or start your practice if you're not. You know, if you're just listening to stuff, not doing anything, it's not doing much good. Get a cultivation going. All right. Take care, my friend. Keep it real out there.